Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Superchargers, headlights, and more with over 122 million parts. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you had a good day. I may or may not be recording this a day before Thanksgiving. I'm in the beautiful place they like to call Maui. Uh, I can see the water. Well, actually, I kind of got to go outside and stand on some furniture. But I'm not. I'm about five minutes away from the water. Uh, So this podcast will not include the Thursday's games. Uh, Not a great slate, but anytime the Cowboys play, it's a big deal. But, you know, it's Turkey Day, and I was going to be busy and probably a little intoxicated, so there's just, there's no way I could do it. So I wanted to bang this out, you know, before I get a little golf in at a nice little place called Wailea. Uh, you know, it's vacation slash work, but I had to do the podcast, and there's some things I want to talk about. Uh, I'll, I'll dive into off the top. Just, I, I was thinking about this morning, what, what, the, uh, what this season in the NFL has kind of encapsulated. It's been the ultimate marriage of players and coaches. And it's what makes football so great. Uh, unlike baseball, which is now run by general managers. Unlike basketball, that is run by players. Football is really a coaching league. Now, obviously, good players play a huge role. But it's really the combination of the two. And the other two sports just, just don't have it. And then I'll go through all the games, and I'll answer a couple of your guys' uh, Middlecoff mailbag questions. At John Middlecoff on my Instagram. You slide right into those DMs. They're always wide open. For you guys to uh, come and holler at me, ask questions, same as my Twitter handle, it's just my name, at John Middlecoff. But I want to start with this. And, you know, in, in every business, there are certain things that are very important to make it successful, right? I'm, I'm sitting in this condo, they're charging us a boatload, and if, if you go down about, I don't know, two football fields to where the water is, 
the price point of where I'm sitting and the price point of that condo, even though it's in the same complex, goes up about 4x. Because what do they always tell you in real estate? Location, location, location. I mean, I, I had to, the condo that I bought in the Bay Area, I paid $50,000 over asking price. And that was just to get in the final four to buy it. Now, in that condo, in three years, it hasn't gone up at the same rate that it was going when I bought it. But, you know, I've made six figures in a short period of time. And I'm no real estate maven. But location's key, right? And, you know, I would imagine a lot of people that listen to this, you know, are in sales. Uh, Now, you can read different things. And you guys know, you could argue, is it more important to have a great salesperson? Is it more important to have a great product? I think it's probably a combination of the both, you know, right? The better the product is the easier it is to sell. It's probably easier to sell a Nike shoe than it is some random shoe. Now, in my business, like I talk for a living, is it more important to be good, right? To have like interesting takes? Like what separated Colin over the last 15 years? For me, it was, he was by far the most intelligent guy on the radio. It's why everywhere I go, I meet people that are young, that are 20 years old. I was at a wedding and met this dude that was like 20 years old at USC. It's like, God, I love Coward. And you'll meet a guy 60. I love Coward. You know what they all tend to have in common? All tend to be pretty smart people. Like, (laughs) Colin resonates with intelligent, successful people. And that's what separated him. Now, obviously, he knows sports, and he's well-spoken. He's a great broadcaster. But he's unique. And I I think in this business, it's harder and harder to find unique people. It's why Colin's kind of ran circles around everyone the last 10, 15 years in this business. Because it's like, God, the same regurgitated takes, like, Spare me. I can't take it. Uh, but when it comes to football, and like I talked about it in baseball. Listen, I, I, I live in an area where Billy Bean, the front office, runs a team. And they do a great job. They make the playoffs every year with the payroll that's low. And then I got the Giants, who forever were a coaching-driven thing with Bruce Bochy. And now with Farhan, who's from the Dodgers, from the A's, the general manager is going to run the show. Saw the Warriors. I love Steve Kerr. Super smart guy. Great basketball life. They won big because they had elite players. Bottom line, period, point blank, end of story. I mean, they had better players than everybody. Now, when he first got here, he implemented a system, and it helped get them over the top. He didn't have zero role, but they, they won because of Curry, Clay, Draymond, and then they added Kevin Durant. Where in football, I think a lot of times, like there's a reason it's called the Lombardi Trophy. We talk about Belichick and Parcells and Walsh in the same reverence and on the same level in which we do Lawrence Taylor, Joe Montana. Like, you can't say Joe Montana without saying Bill Walsh. You can't say Lawrence Taylor without saying Bill Parcells. Like, you can't say Tom Brady without saying Belichick. It's what makes football so great. Coaching is really important. It's why coaches, in what football ultimately is, is a big television show. It's one huge reality show. And the players are a huge part of it. But so are the coaches. The coaches play a massive role. They are really famous. Someone that talks about football for a living, it's not just like, I don't only have the players to talk about. I can, I can just do topics on coaches. And people will care. People will have opinions. I'm talking the good coaches or the bad coaches. They, they, they are very, very, they're polarizing figures. Unless you're just elite at your job like Belichick. Everyone else we nitpick. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. We crush him. John Harbaugh lost for a couple years. Like, oh, he's lost his touch. And I think just thinking about this season, it's, the, it's kind of the indictment of why coaches are so important. It's why, relative to the business, 
Some of these franchises now are worth $3, $4 billion. If you're paying a head coach, which is the most important employee you have, now the owner's not an employee, but he's obviously he's the most important person because he can meddle, he can tell you no, he can hire and fire. But the second most important person, probably even above the quarterback, is the head coach. And, you know, relative to, you know, other industries, they should probably be making $25, $30 million a year. They should be making the good ones. Belichick's worth $50 million a year. Easy. What he's made the crafts for getting home playoff games for 20 years. Easy. And maybe he does. I mean, no one really knows how much Belichick makes. I'd guess like $15 million. But that's still underpaid. What Andy Reid's done to the Kansas City Chiefs, they, they were a joke in the late 2000s under Pioli. Now they go to the playoffs every year, win divisions, host playoff games. We're in the AFC Championship last year for the first time in what? Forever? In 25 years? Uh, what Harbaugh's done to the Ravens? Like it just, this year has been a muscle flex for, let's look at the Saints. Drew Brees hurts his finger this year. And it's like, first thing I thought, it's like, I, you know, you see Teddy come into that game against the Rams, you're like, they're screwed. Do you know what it turns out? They weren't screwed. They didn't lose a game under Teddy Bridgewater. Win, 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 win. Sean Payton, worth his weight in gold. The 49ers, you know, it's like they fire everyone, the training staff, the doctors, the weight staff. It's like, we got to get over these injuries. Well, what happened this year? Same old injuries. And what happened? Kyle Shanahan, tired of making excuses. Left tackle out, right tackle out, fullback out, tight end out, corner out, middle linebacker out, pass rusher out. No big deal. We'll just we'll we'll scheme them. We'll, we'll figure it out. Everyone's calling me the best young coach in the league. I'm gonna show everybody. Seattle. I, I say it all the time about the Seahawks, and and I have. Beside the Patriots, there's probably not an operation I respect more than what Pete Carroll and John Schneider have done. And, and when you look at this team this year, where's the talent? I mean, they got four or five good players, but their roster is nowhere near what it once was in, in the. Uh, like 2012, 2013, 2014, and what are they going to do? Win 12, 13 games? No big deal. Pete Carroll, culture, just coach them up. Philosophy, something the analytic guys hate. Stop running the ball, Pete! Throw the ball! Pete's like, bro, we're 9-2. and two. Shut up. Sit down. Stop yelling at me. Baltimore. I, 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 listen, I, I can't. I, I'm still kind of shocked how good Lamar Jackson is. I, I never in a million years would have thought this. Now, maybe the game's changed. Maybe I need to reevaluate the way I look at things. But what did John Harbaugh do? He said, well, my brother also had a unique quarterback when Alex Smith went down and he implemented him, and they revolutionized the way that they ran an offense. Why don't we do the same thing? Why don't we hire the same guy? So what does he do? Goes and hires Greg Roman. And what have they done? Taking the league by storm. You know what turns out? John Harbaugh knows what he's doing. And the Patriots this year, they haven't had any wide receivers. Their running backs kind of suck. Gronk retires. Belichick's like, no big deal. We'll just have the best secondary in the league. Me and my son will call the defense. Okay, Flores, Patricia, you guys are all going to leave. We'll be better without you. Special teams, we'll step it up a notch. We'll block punts. We'll take it to, we'll do things that Jason Garrett's like, what is going on right here? Yeah, Jason, we just don't have a punt returner. We're going to block your punt. You know what's coming, I know what's coming, and we're still going to block this bad boy. So get ready, because <laughs> you ain't beating us here in Foxborough. I'll promise you that. Th- th- this year has been the ultimate just muscle flex for coaching. All the top teams, the best coaches in the league. Uh, you know, you just, it- it's been fun to watch because 
sometimes, and obviously the players are really important. Lamar Jackson, special player. They, they got studs on that team. Mark Ingram, stud. Bel- you know, uh, Stephon Gilmore is one of the highest paid corners in the league. It's not like you need good players, but it's like I, if I had Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson, and I had my mom coaching the Warriors, they'd still be hard-pressed to not make the finals as long as she had a decent you know, assistant staff. They just they would win. That's not the case in football. If you put Jason Garrett on the Patriots, I don't care if they still have Tom Brady. They're not winning 13 games. Now, maybe they still win 10 because their division sucks, but no, no way. You put Jason Garrett. Look at the Bills. How are the Bills doing this? You know why? Because Sean McDermott is an elite defensive coach. They're going to win 10, 11 games. Their offense has sucked. If I put an average, if I put Pat Shermer on the Bills, you think they're making the playoffs? If I gave Mike Tomlin, how have the Steelers won games with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph throwing pick after pick after pick? and Losing Roethlisberger the first game of the season with a to Tommy John surgery. And when the dust settles, worst case scenario, you know what the Steelers are going to be? Probably 8-8. Eight and eight. Worst case, I bet they're still 9-7. and seven. It's like coaching it has never mattered more in the NFL. Despite the rules being weird, you're not allowed to hit anybody. Like, the good coaches, the, the cream is rising in this league unlike ever before because the, there are probably, the depth of coaching has probably never been better. Like, think about just the top 10 coaches in this league right now. Obviously, you have the greatest coach ever, but then you can just rattle off the next five or six guys are so accomplished. Like Andy Reid has 200-plus wins. Harbaugh, Sean Payton, these guys are 100-win coaches with Super Bowls, you know? Pete Carroll, you're talking about borderline Hall of Famers, all these guys. And then you got some of the young guys like Kyle Shanahan, who's a stud. Uh, I'm missing, and you got older guys like Mike Zimmer. Look at Mike Zimmer, what he's done in Minnesota since he's been there. So it, clearly, players matter, and I'm not trying to diminish their their importance to this league because you're not like you you might be able to overachieve in football, unlike the other sports with average players, but your ceiling's capped. I, I think unlike any time I ever remember, and part of this is maybe the Patriots are a little bit down. But there are probably eight teams that could win the Super Bowl. And what do they all have in common? They got great coaches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's go game by game on Sunday. You guys can hold me to this. I'll guess the games on Turkey Day. I'll go Cowboys over the Bills, must win. If the Cowboys lose, Jerry, I can see Jerry firing everybody. I'm going to take the Bears. Under no circumstances can I see Jeff Driscoll winning a game on Thanksgiving. It's kind of crazy because you're going to be listening to this after it already happened. And then I will take the uh, is it Saints-Falcons. You're giving us an NFC South game on Turkey Day? That just, I don't know, does that feel, that feels weird. I don't love that, but I will take the Saints. Let's go to some games that have not been played yet. Packers at the Giants. The Giants stink. They are awful. Their defense is hideous. Pat Shermer, good offensive coordinator, terrible head coach. Could have seen this coming a mile away. I said at the moment they hired him. Ugh, gross. Uh, The Packers, yeah, they got their ass kicked by the 49ers. This is your classic bounce back game. You know, I think Devontae Adams, I, I, I play some daily fantasy. I love picking daily fantasy players against people, teams like the Giants, the Giants, the Buccaneers, the the Cardinals. There are certain teams in this league where guys go off. Devontae Adams didn't do anything against the 49ers. I, I like him to bounce back. Same with Aaron Rodgers. I think he, he had 20 completions and 105 yards. That, that's that's like a stat line you'd see with Danny Dimes, not, not Aaron Rodgers. So I, I'd expect a nice 300-yard game. Now the weather probably could be crappy, but still, I mean, I, I would expect Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to kick the crap out of the Giants. I like them minus seven in this game. Redskins at the Panthers. This is another game that the Panthers are not going to make the playoffs, but I, I think they've thoroughly, uh, over this over the course of the season, established themselves as a really solid team. And maybe if the season starts over, that they would, you know, and had Kyle Allen from the beginning when they dropped those games with Cam Newton. Because in fairness to Cam Newton, he just was 50%. He had no shot. Maybe they make the playoffs, or may- maybe it's closer. Maybe they're in the mix. Uh, Haskins stinks. He's every time I watch him, a slow breather, not a quick decision maker. It's it's unfair to like. I'm not making some blanket opinion. He'll never be good, but right now he's awful. Looks like a practice squad guy. 
in way over his head. Now you can say, yeah, he's a rookie, but I saw Gardner Minshew didn't, you know, pee right down his pants. He at least could function, and Dwayne really can't right now. Uh, now it's he's had a coaching change midseason. The, the franchise is a joke, but I, I like the Panthers. Now, minus 10, that's a lot of points, but still, the, I like the Panthers big. Niners at the Ravens, probably the best game of the day. Uh, the Ravens coming off a short week, right? They probably got home at 8 in the morning. Lamar Jackson is riding this this wave of dominance, unlike something we've seen in a long time. The Niners have been the best team start to finish in the league. Uh, this is kind of a tough matchup for them. Some running quarterbacks, Kyler and Russell, have given them trouble. The pocket quarterbacks, they've dominated. It's the running quarterbacks that have that have hurt them a little bit. Now, D. Ford, as of recording this, Kyle Shanahan thought it was a chance that D. Ford plays, which a guy like that would help against Lamar. Uh, Niners getting six points. That seems like a lot because the Niners can run the ball. They can control the clock. It's going to be terrible weather. But it's not a grass field, so it's not going to be slipping and sliding in the sense of the mud bowl, like when the Niners played the Redskins. I I, I think you'd have to pick the Ravens, uh, and I'm a little biased here because I watched the Niners so closely. But games in Baltimore, tough trip, 10 a.m. kickoff for a for a West Coast team. You know the stats. We've heard it for years. It's just a tough situation, especially late in the season. But I do like the Niners plus six. That that number has been going up and up and up. I don't know. I mean, I, I think the Niners, it's not like the Ravens are dramatically better than the Niners. They played on a neutral field, you know, on a, on a normal week. The game would probably be like a one- or two-point line at most. So, I, yeah, I, I I like the Niners to cover, probably the Ravens to win. Titans at the Colts. This is a pretty good game, too. Uh, the Titans, listen, when since Ryan Tannehill has been the starting quarterback, he's changed the franchise. Marcus Mariota couldn't complete wide receiver screens. Ryan Tannehill's running over people at the goal line. Derrick Henry, who's going to be a free agent. I was reading some stuff on Twitter this morning. Looks like the Titans might franchise him. Because if he were to hit the open market, someone would pay him. He, he is a stud. I went to Titans OTAs, I think, a year ago, maybe two years ago, 2018, the spring. He is so big. He, he looks like a defensive lineman. And he can really run. He can really play. When he gets going, he changes it for them. Because the Titans defense is solid. Then you got the Colts, who... Listen, depending on what game you watch Jacoby, you can go, God, he's pretty solid. Or, you know, uh, leaves us something to be desired. Now, he did hurt his knee. T.Y. has been banged up this season. Eric Ebron hasn't quite been the same. But the Colts are well coached. This is a great game. I probably would pick the Titans plus two and a half. But to me, this is a coin flip game. And whoever wins this, this is a huge swing game for the playoffs. You know, this is this is must win for both game, both teams. This this is an important game for not just the AFC South, but the uh, AFC Wild Card. Whoever wins this game, depending on what happens to the Houston Patriot game, is got a chance to you know kind of solidify themselves as a six seed. Because if the Titans win this game, then they play the Raiders next week. They could be in the driver's seat for that six seed, and they still play the Texans twice, so they wouldn't be dead to win the division. And then it would be pretty clear that the Titans and Texans are going to make the playoffs. Eagles at Miami. Uh, this has to be a get-right game for Carson Wentz. Uh, I talked about him earlier in the week. He hasn't been playing very well. Miami's one of those weird bad teams because they play so damn hard. Uh, this In Philly, it feels like the building's burning down just because they had Super Bowl hopes, and now their playoff lives are you know hanging on by a shoestring, even though I, I don't even view them as a playoff team, even though mathematically they're right in it because they're you know right at, at again, Dallas. I'm assuming they win. We're still one game behind them. But, hell, the Bills could beat them. Uh, 
So I, I like the Eagles in this game. Raiders at Kansas City. Welcome to reality, Oakland. You're not very good. Your defense is, I, I, listen, the Bengals might be a worse defense. I'd even say they're not because they got better players. The Raiders' defense is atrocious. I like Kansas City to destroy the Raiders. I think the Raiders, who just got their ass kicked by the Jets, are going to get their ass kicked by the Chiefs, and then they play the Titans next week at home. They lose that game, like, playoff talk. Like, Jim Mora Sr. once said, playoffs? Like, shut up. Stop, let's stop talking about the playoffs for the Raiders. Derek Carr is atrocious in the cold weather. Jack Del Rio's been tweeting about it. I think he's 0-4 in games, under 45 degrees. Him and Jared Goff, there are no two quarterbacks. I feel more comfortable making a substantial wager when they play in cold weather. They, they shrivel. They're, they're just, they, they can't do it for whatever reason. Uh, so I, I like Kansas City to win big, and then they're 8-4, and four, and they're kind of back in the driver's seat. You know, they they got to get their kind of mind right down the home stretch to get the seating. Tampa at Jacksonville. Tampa's been a bizarre team all year because Jameis turns the ball over at historic rates, but he also throws a lot of touchdowns. And between Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and my guy Rojo at USC is now kind of running the ball well. They, they do have an explosive offense, but their their defense stinks. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Jacksonville, who caught a little Gardner magic earlier in the season, has come back to earth. Uh, but I, I don't even I, this game is a pick 'em in Vegas. I, coin flip game. I'd probably lean Tampa. Just because Jacksonville's defense has been, really the last couple years since they played in the AFC Championship game, has been a shell of itself. Now they trade Jalen Ramsey. Calais is getting older. You know, it's just Miles Jack isn't quite as good as he once was. It's understandable, but they should not be. I mean, when I look up and it's 28-3 to or whatever against the Titans at the end of the half, you're like, what is going on? They're kind of gutless this year. It's kind of sad because they do have a lot of talent. I guess I would lean Tampa in this game. Jets at the Bengals. Uh, I, I, Bengals are losing this. Sam Darnold's getting hot. The Jets are playing well. There was a story that after the game, I can't believe the New York Post reported this, that Sam Darnold went out and got drunk Yeah, that's, and was kissing a chick. Remember when everyone's like, Middlecoff, you're being so mean about his mono. He just, he didn't, we don't know he kissed a girl. Again, I'm pro making out. I'm pro getting drunk after wins. I'm pro parting if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. I would, I would too. So it wasn't a story to me. It was kind of funny, but I'm a big Sam Donald guy. I'm glad that he's starting to kind of get his mojo back. And uh, God, he he's looked really good the last couple of weeks. He, he's a very talented player. He went number three in the draft for a reason. He has all the goods to be a franchise quarterback. Now the, it's on the Jets to do a good job building around him. Uh, for him to just you know keep figuring out the game mentally. So he doesn't get in these positions where he sees ghosts, but he's only 22 years old. To me, this guy's the limit. Rams at Arizona. If if the Rams can't win this game, like they are, it's an indictment not just on the season, but big picture. Like they might be screwed. Like how, how are they going to add offensive linemen? They're not going to have any free agency money because they're paying five guys 60% of the cap. Then you look at the draft picks. They don't have any first-round picks coming up. They've gone to this – if it was an NBA team, they'd be fine. But in the NFL, you need more than three or four players. And one big issue for them is if you can't block for Jared Goff, you're screwed. He's like a 26-year-old Eli Manning. He can't move. So he's not athletic enough to avoid the rush. And their offensive line is, is a joke. I mean, it's, they, can't, they can't block anybody. And Whitworth, who was their best player a couple years ago, is now he just got old. You know, he's, he was old. He was kind of defying father time for a minute. And I, I really don't know what they do. They got Jared Goff, who, who they're paying $110 million, who can't function behind a bad offensive line, and they don't have good offensive line. They got Todd Gurley, who they're paying a boatload of money, who's a shell of himself. They got Brandon Cooks, who they, they overpaid slash has concussion issues, so he can't really produce. The only guy really living up to the hype, they got two of them, Jalen and Aaron Donald, are good players. They're worth big money. The other three guys are not. So that's... You can't invest your money in the wrong players in the NFL, or you will lose. Browns at the Steelers. Uh, I, I don't really know what to make of this game. The Browns should win, right? Their offense is kind of clicking these last couple games. Odell Jarvis just had, what, three touchdowns last week. Nick Chubb has been good all season. Kareem Hunt looks awesome since he's been back. 
Now, I just never trust Freddie Kitchens in pressure spots. He did beat this team two weeks ago, but the elephant in the room is going to be Miles Garrett at this game. I think I saw something on Twitter. They're not going to allow Miles Garrett jersey into the into the wherever the hell the Steelers play. What's it called? Uh, uh, Fed, no, uh, Heinz Field. But do I feel good about putting money on Duck Hodges? The Steelers are getting two and a half at home. I, you know, I kind of like the Browns the more I think about it. But, you know, I, I, I do have faith in Mike Tomlin in some of these spots. This is a tough game. <laughs> I'm interested to watch how this bad boy plays out. Pats at Houston. Uh, the more, more I've thought about this game this week is Houston is so dependent on their wide receivers, Hopkins and Fuller. When, when those two guys eat, they win. If those two guys don't produce, they're screwed. Well, what does New England do better than anyone? They cover. Stephon Gilmore has been had one of the great like three-year stretches of any corner ever. He's been he's underpaid, and he was at the time the highest-paid corner in the league. I, I I just I don't like the matchup for Houston, right? I I just do not like the matchup for Houston. They can really cover, and the Texans don't really do anything else well besides throw the ball. I, I know Belichick makes them sound like they're the 94-49ers because I was watching some of his press conference this morning, but that's just not the case. They're a they're like a three-man team. And you can say Romeo does a great job all you want, but I think I'll take Josh McDaniels, Tom Brady, and just their ability to figure it out. Who's The, the corners for Texans right now are bad. I mean, Garyon Conley's not very good. They, they don't really have much of a pass rush with this Texan squad. I mean, J.J. Watt's out for the year. So I, I like the Tech – excuse me. I like the Pats in this game uh, pretty handily. Uh, and if Houston loses – and depending on what happens in this Titans-Colts game, either way, someone's got to win that game. The AFC South just becomes interesting again. Come down the home stretch here, baby. Okay, let's dive into the Middlecoff mailbag. It's where I answer you guys' questions. And uh, at John Middlecoff, fire into the DMs. Could this be the best defensive line ever? Speaking of the 49ers. Second off, you were wrong on Bosa. Like, when I watch football on Sunday, that dude jumps off the screen. He's unstoppable, and he might be the be the defensive player of the year. Why did you not like them? Let me down a lot of tape at Ohio State. Second, would love to know as a scout. I, this is – we got to work on our grammar a little bit, but I, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Nick, his athletic ability – was just a little limited, you know. Like when when I see the Miles Garretts, the Khalil Max, even the Clownies, they, they were elite athletes. But it, I, it was either a coach in the league, or it might have been Daniel Jeremiah. When I was texting, you know, during the draft process, they just said, "I think it was a coach." Actually, he said, "You guys are just born to do it." They, they just so if you worry so much about forty times and how hard they high they jump, like don't worry about that crap. And sometimes I got that in me. I got a little Al Davis in me. And it doesn't matter. The, the guy was born to dominate. And yeah, it was just, I, I was too critically, I, I was just too critical of some shit that just doesn't matter. He's an, he's an elite player. And he's going to be an elite player as long as he's healthy. Like he's, he's a Hall of Fame talent. He, he really is. And uh, best defensive line ever. I'd have to think about that one. You know, you got to get it done in the playoffs. I, I think the 07 Pats with, or definitely the 11, or not the 07 Pats, the team that beat the 07 Pats, the 07 Giants, and then the 11 Giants with like JPP, Kiwanuka, OC Yumanura, Canty, and then the ones with Strahan. Those t- 
talk, they dominated when all the chips were in the middle of the table. So it's awesome to dominate in the regular season. That matters because that gets you to the playoffs. But the stakes get even higher come January. So can you dominate in, in January? And I don't see why the 49ers wouldn't be able to dominate in January. But I, but I do think that to claim a best defensive ever or best offense ever, you got to get it done. You know, we say forever, the best offense ever, 07 Pats, and then that second year of Peyton Manning. Well, you got to win the Super Bowl. You know, you got to win the Super Bowl for me to put you in like a Montana unit or some of those Cowboys units or some of the Favre groups. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I mean, there's several other offenses. You got to get it done. Like James Harden's, he's better than Michael Jordan. Bullshit. You can't keep flopping in the playoffs. No one cares what you do in January. Nobody, except some Twitter accounts that tweet out your highlights. This whole thing in sports is about playoffs and championships. Now, there's there's other stuff that's important. You play well, you get paid, you lead a good life, you get famous, all that crap. But the, the whole point of this is to win. And win when games matter. So, yeah, they're, they're an elite Regular season defensive line. I don't see why they wouldn't be elite in the playoffs. But there's going to be a lot of pressure on them in the playoffs to dominate. Okay. Uh, listen to your take on Dallas-New England game. The game, and you had a key point bringing up the score, remarking that the game was not as close as the score would show. Basically that New England owned us. Defense certainly slayed, and Dallas has a knack for stepping on their own feet constantly. You didn't bring up the tripping call. I didn't bring up the tripping call because I don't care. I, I'm not going to allow the tripping call to act like that was the reason the Cowboys lost. Because it wasn't. The reason the Cowboys lost is because Jason Garrett was, uh, you know, up a river without a paddle. I mean, he was just, he had no clue what was going on. Brady looked meh. I agree. Brady's looked meh all season. And Zeke's showed up. I would agree. I never said Zeke sucked. It was superior defense challenging a team not acclimated to the region. Anyways, my question, not a big college guy, so I never know who's coming out other than a few names. For the upcoming draft, I feel Dallas should pick defense. Who would potentially be available at the pick Dallas in the, in the early 20s? I would say that they could always use another defensive lineman. You look at the defensive line, they struggled getting pressure in the game against Brady. And if Demarcus Lawrence doesn't dominate, like who else do they have? Uh, you can never have enough defensive backs. You know, with Van Der Esch, who is banged up, and Jalen Smith, I would imagine they're not going to take a linebacker in the first round. So I, I would say defensive back or defensive lineman. You know, I, I think it's one of those two uh, areas. Player-wise, I, I'm not super locked in on the draft right now, to be honest with you, about what players would be in that value range. I'll have a better idea come, like, February. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I've been a lifelong Viking fan. Do you think there is a realistic chance to break the curse and possibly win a ring this year? I think we're going to find out a lot about the Vikings over the next month. They go into Seattle and win that game, and then they host Green Bay and win those games. I'll say, hell yeah. They are a Super Bowl contender. I mean, I think they're a Super Bowl contender as we sit here right now. I think the pushback from people that are anti, I think it would be anti-cousins, not their defense is good enough, their coach is good enough. It's can their can their quarterback, and we're going to get a, front row seat on our couch, uh, unless you live in Seattle and are going to the game, when they play the Seahawks. Can he go in and the 12s, that place is always so much louder on a Sunday or Monday night. Those fans, that place is nuts in a night game. Can he go into that hostile environment and and produce? Because he's played really well this season. He really has, beside the one game against the Bears where he was atrocious. Other than that, he's been good. They win that game. I think we start talking, can they win the division? And you win that division, and you get a home game, potentially, depending on how it all plays out, maybe you get a home you know, a home field bye. Yeah, I, if somehow, and it's not out of the realm of possibility, they would need the Saints to drop a couple games, and the Niners too. But they could get the one seed if they won the next five games and, and shit got weird down the home stretch. That's probably more likely best-case scenario for them if they ran the table and went – uh, I guess they would be 13-3, and three, probably be the two seed. But I wouldn't want to go play the Skulls and that, and that place rocking. But it, it's going to come down to how good Kirk Cousins plays in the, in the big moments. And actually, I, I'm becoming more and more confident with him 
just because of the way they've built their team. And the way they've built their team is if Thielen can come back, and he's clearly really important, uh, but the running back's a star and the pass rushers are awesome. With all the talk about moving an NFL franchise overseas, how do you see the possible playoff logistics working? The reason the regular season can work with buys and consecutive road games, but the wild card divisional rounds could be a sticking point. I'd love to hear your take on that. Well, if they move the Jaguars, you wouldn't have to worry about playoff games, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't pretend to have really thought it that far through. Uh, so th- there are huge roadblocks and hurdles to figure it out. I, I, I completely understand that. And I, I don't – I'm saying they should move them there if they want to. I don't necessarily think they will. I live in Charlotte, and I'm a huge Panthers fan. With so many speculations swirling around Ron Rivera's future, do you think there should be, that he should be let go? And if so, who are some head coach replacements that you could see David Tepper going after? I think Ron Rivera is a really good head coach. If he got fired, he should get a job immediately. Like, he is a playoff-level head coach. Uh, do I think he's going to be fired? You would just say new owner. They're going to miss the playoffs. It's an easy kind of point in the franchise for him to hit the reset button. So I would say, yeah, it feels kind of likely he's a he's a let-go candidate, right? Uh, potential coaches, well, they got McCaffrey. They got DJ Moore. They got some pieces on offense. Cam Newton situation is going to be up in the air. They still got Keekley, but he's getting a little older. I would imagine Dave Tepper, new owner, would go after an offensive coach, you know, a, a attempt. Maybe he writes an enormous check to Lincoln Riley. Matt Rule, you know, call Josh McDaniels. Uh, other than those, like, three guys, like, who are really the coaching candidates this year? Like Brian Schottenheimer? Greg Roman? Those guys are going to get a head coaching job? I'm, I'm hard-pressed to see it. I, I Everyone keeps asking me, like, who are the head coaching candidates? Well, Lincoln Riley, Matt Rule, and... Josh McDaniels? <laughs> I don't really know. that There aren't really. I mean, if Ron Rivera got fired, he would be one. If Jason Garrett got fired, I wouldn't hire him, but maybe someone would. I mean, I guess you could do worse. That's what's going to be it. I think David Tepper, when he's thinking about firing Ron Rivera, needs to ask that question to whoever's around him. Like, who who are we going after? Can we upgrade? Are we just firing a coach because we should fire the coach? I think sometimes that happens. But that, to me, is what you're going to have to figure out before you pull the trigger. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. You know, if you're listening to this, you're probably powering down some leftovers. That's, a, that's, that's the best part about Thanksgiving. You just get to pound leftovers. There's no better feeling also than just be like, you know what? I'm going to get fat for the next two or three days, and I don't give a shit who judges me. Uh, just eat and eat and eat more. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your family. Uh, you know, I mean this with all sincerity. I'm thankful for all you guys listening to this and helping grow this and share it with your friends and all the kind words you guys send me on uh, DMs on Instagram. It, it, it truly does mean a lot. So uh, have a good week, and I'll see you all next week. Adios. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. 
Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.